1: you know who is taking advantage of me these people that aren't writing in dating questions the listeners i don't trust them as far as i can throw them dating podcast are you ready it's your you you lead in
2: oh gosh that's right okay all right uh hey everybody welcome welcome how's it going um. Look, today today we're not You know, usually I'm happy peppy Nurse Patrick. Usually it's a very Nice clinic, like you one you would find Nurse
1: Ratchet today is who you get
2: Yeah, it's, it's usually we get like a nice Clinic, like you would find in an upscale Neighborhood where like everyone has Privacy fences and the schools are rated At least a 5 on apartments.com But today Today, you're getting Like hospital in your Hometown, where they like don't they only have like three beds in the emergency room mm-hmm. and the nurse has a high school diploma what that's happened what, what happened when you went downstairs not much oh, okay. but it's enough oh, and no. so we're done we're done we're, ta- we're not talking about that we're gonna move on right. but today yeah, today yeah. you're getting today you're not getting how can i help you today today you're getting go ahead you know what i mean go ahead. that's the that's the that's the that's the drive through experience we're getting here all right I know
1: it, it, it hurts. I'm it sorry. I... Alright, you came to the right place, Get ding-dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> well I, as the doctor Welcome to the Dr. Ethan's dating quarter. I'm Nurse Patrick. I'm Ethan. And I'm Dr. Ethan. And I get paid way more than Nurse Patrick, so I'm always happy and I drive
2: <laughs> I drive a Tesla. <laughs> uh, oh man. I, mean, I love like, that. Yeah. I love what I, I love when I pull up to I love what I pull up to a business and the owner has a Tesla and they're like, I can't afford this. Yeah. It happens often more often than you'd you think. Know what and I hate? I'm like, maybe I hate, didn't
1: have a Tesla. I hate going to the dentist and seeing the dentist's car. That pisses me. It's off. not cool. It's like it's not cool. You're gonna you drive a Mercedes S series. Or whatever and it's cool and it's sporty and I sit there and I get tortured by some woman who's making like $14 an hour for 45 minutes she's poking she's prodding she's scraping she's crushing she's doing all kinds of activities that I don't like to have into yeah. my mouth yeah you come in you say bite now let me just look at your gums all right yeah it looks great uh, make sure you keep brushing it I see you for four seconds and you drive a Mercedes, give the technician the Mercedes. I don't know what you do all day, dentist, (laughs) but if you just go into everybody's room and just say, bite down for me, I don't think that earns a Mercedes. I don't care how long you went to school. I don't care how insurance works. Give the Mercedes to the (laughs) lady that has to do the actual work. Actually, it should be me that drives the Mercedes because I'm the one suffering, right?
0: So it's
2: disproportionate to the amount of work that's done here. Yes. Dentistry is a crazy industry, too. The way 100%. that insurance works, yeah. it's super competitive. Like, private practice, private practice, like family practice, is super not competitive. They're like, yep, we have enough patients, and we see them, and we bill them, and it's fine. Yep. But dentists is like, they constantly need to be, like, finding new patients because people only come in every six months, and then right. they sometimes stop going, like right. me. And then, you know, it's like, you know, it's, yeah. I don't, I don't so like- they're, they're
1: I don't like how I go into the dentist and it's like there it feels like I'm a, I'm in like a really, really cheap Mr Beast video where they have that little <laughs> wheel and you have to like spin it and it's like ooh you get a bottle of toothpaste. You know? It's like
2: wow. Your this... dentist does prizes for the free stuff. They don't just give you the free stuff. No, they have a little
1: wheel. It's like, oh, you get you get a Dr. Anthony t-shirt. It's like, I don't want this is regu- this is my least favorite day. Of the year, twice a year, without <laughs> fail, is the day that I have to go to the uh-huh. dentist. I don't want a shirt commemorating my two the least dentist. favorite days of the year. Yeah, you know, it's like until that's one of crazy. my parents die, this is going to be the day I dread the most. <laughs>
2: you know, that's that's fair. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is that the dentist made you spin a wheel to get a free toothpaste, mm-hmm. and he's driving a Mercedes. <laughs> He can afford to give out the toothpaste to everybody, all yeah, right? Yeah, like, why? Uh, the wheel.
1: Oh, I hate the, wheel. It's, it's the so, wheel. it's so whimsical. It implies some sort of benevolence towards mankind. And yet... Yet. And yet, it, it preempts pain and suffering unlike anything else. The juxtaposition is what really sends me up the wall.
2: Enough to make a grown man cry. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Oh, and the well, polishing. Doctor,
1: Don't get me started. So okay, so um takes forever. Yeah, let's do let's so we do a show every Wednesday, and this is the Dr. Ethan's dating corner portion of the show. And we answer your dating questions. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, Wow, these guys seem like fun. They seem like they know what they're talking about. They seem like they're married and they have two children between the two of them, not to mention loving and doting wives, maybe I should ask them for advice in my life. And we would say, yes, do that. You can go to bit.ly slash crunchdiscord, join our Discord server, and submit a question in the Dating Corner channel. Or, if you'd like to do it anonymously, you can email Patrick. That's patrick at thecrunchcast.com. That's how you submit these questions. That's how all these questions came to us. Just like this one that Patrick's about to read.
2: Actual Dating Corner question. Hmm. This one comes from Cal. I am discerning to be a priest and will be touring a couple seminaries next month and oh. hopefully moving soon. I broke up with my girlfriend over three months ago, and we had cut contact. However, we agreed we could remain friends after a long period of time. I do not really want to contact her. I may end up moving to enter seminary very soon, August September, should I reach out and let her know. She knew I broke up with her because of seminary, but I feel guilty if I just up and leave. But I'm confident in my discernment due to my spiritual director, vocation director, Please, thanks, etc.,
1: the absolute state of men today
2: <laughs> do it's, I tell the girl that I'm <laughs> it's like
1: oh I don't know what to do like I don't I don't know like if I should ask her out like I'm not sure if this is my vocation and then like receives a vocation to the priesthood breaks up with the girl, Going to seminary, oh, I don't know what I should do. Like, I should call her. Like, it doesn't, no matter what situation guys are in, they're like, should I call her? Like, I don't know. Should I call her? I don't know. Don't call her. Don't call her, dude. It's easy. This is the easiest question we've ever gotten, I think, in the history of being. a layup. This is, this is, like, what, what is there to gain? What does it do for her? What does it do for you? You want, you just want, here's what you want. You want to you want to get a little action before you go to seminary. That's what you're looking for. It feels like you want to. Hey, babe, how's it going? I mean, sorry. Uh, hey, Jessica, how's it going? <laughs> you want to yeah. feel you want to feel emotionally titillated before you go to seminary.
2: No, I think he wants. I think he wants closure. Is what I think. I think he wants to like close the chapter in his life finally. But like closure what? for you in this sense is uh, is upsetting her. Like she's in the process of healing because you he broke up with her.
1: Life is not a three-act story. You don't get closure. That's not how it works. Sometimes there are things that are just left up in the air, yeah. and it sucks. And you just kind of have yep. to like move forward in your life away from the thing that sucks in order to mm-hmm. move on from it. Don't If you're, you're going to seminary, you want to be a priest, why don't call her? Don't call her. Don't call her. Don't call her. It'll confuse her. It'll confuse you. Uh, it'll make it way harder for you to like actually engage in seminary when you get there. Like your time in seminary needs to be focused on like your community and your studies and your prayer and what your spiritual director says, not on like, oh, maybe I should sneak out this weekend when I have access to my phone and call this girl again and like, let her know how seminary is going.
2: You yeah, don't want to, no, you don't want to no. get on
1: that path because that's just not, I've seen yeah. it happen. I've seen it's it happen. It's over, man. And it's not
2: good. It's over, man. Yeah. Let it be over, man. Yes. It's okay. Great awesome easiest question easy buckets ever yeah. easy buckets all right hello dr ethan and nurse patrick hello i like this girl no but i've been instructed by my counselor to wait a bit before dating never listen to your therapist always bad idea <laughs> just kidding uh not afraid to ask her out uh, when that is not the case anymore sorry so i like this girl told by a counselor to stop dating wait to dating not afraid to ask her out when i'm okay to date i guess but i feel like i need help ideas about becoming better friends with her in the meantime i'm a bit nervous around her and just to clarify we've hung out before in friend groups context we're both early 30s distance is not an issue we're both catholic um don't listen to your counselor
1: i mean we don't know all the details so like maybe she's yeah but like it is the counselor, counselor. You know, and he's, like, waiting <laughs> until she gets parole. Like, we don't know exactly what the situation is. But, like, I don't know. It's To me, this, this idea of, oh, I need to... I'm going to become better friends while I'm waiting to ask them out is, like, this weird stopgap thing that doesn't really make yeah. a lot of sense. Like, you don't need to be good friends with someone to go on dates with them. And... And so I think, like, okay, let's let's two situ- situations. I don't know what's going on with your counselor. I don't know what they're up to. I'm inclined to not believe them.
2: If <laughs> some more updates later. He said, just to clarify, I agree with the counselor that waiting a bit is a good idea, even though it's a bit challenging. Hmm. Yeah, it's challenging to wait her out, despite the self-consciousness. I'm not looking for advice on whether to ask her out now. I've already, see, I've already decided not to. Okay. I'm looking for advice on how to naturally grow that friendship during the meantime. So what you should probably do, you probably ask her to get coffee. Um, don't date her. Just ask her to get coffee one on one to grow the friendship a little more.
1: <laughs> so Patrick's saying, "I got him.
2: I got even, him." Even I though got you
1: decided him. to not date her, you should still date her.
2: Still, uh, why can like, What?
1: Yeah. Why can't you just keep doing what you've been doing? It sounds like you have mutual friend groups, and you see yep. her relatively often. Just keep doing that. You know, like if you keep really, doing it. if you decide not to ask her out, don't yeah. ask her out. But just keep—you don't have to do anything special. You're not 14; you're 30. Like, just live they're your 20. life. What he said? He was in his 30s. They're in their 20s. I
2: thought it was 20s. 30s. Read it again. 20s. Context is we're both early 20s. This oh. is not an issue. Both Catholic.
1: I thought I could have sworn you said 30s. I'm drunk, so uh, it's the way we like to. So do they're mess. definitely
2: in their late 20s, because people in their early 20s don't say they're in their 20s; they just say how old they are.
1: Yeah. That's true. That's a really good point. <laughs> I'm in my 20s, is 29. Um,
2: so, yeah,
1: so just keep hanging out in your friend group. You, This whole idea of like, how do I grow the friendship? You can't really, quote unquote, grow a friendship with another wom- adult woman if you're an adult man. Unless you're going to date them, you know? Yeah. And so it's like weird. Just think about it. It's like. Like if you do what, you're saying, like, "Oh, let's get coffee and like hang out and get to know each other better."
2: That's like a that's date. a date, that's a date, yeah, you know? so like, but you- like you're not dating. Like, I think what the therapist is saying, and what he's thinking is like starting a committed relationship where you're thinking about getting married and committing to each other forever, And uh, there's times in people's lives where they, it's not a good idea for them, yeah. and so I understand that, but like, at a certain point, you have to just recognize that like there are there are going to be times in your marriage where you are not ready to be married like you're not in like like if i was choosing a time to be married i might not choose x time in my life when i'm in x mental state and you have to just suck it up and deal with it Mm. like that's just part of life and so there's like a corollary in dating where it's like hey i feel like i like this person i think they like me too what's the level to which we can commit each other to each other in a way that's healthy great we should do that And it might not be we're going steady, or what's the other way to say it? They're, uh, they're, she's my best girl. What? That's the that's the 1950s way to say it. Oh dear. They're they're going together. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. They are
1: they are at the sock hop. You know. Yeah. They they sit by each other at the soda fountain. Ooh. Uh Ooh. Yeah. They go to the race rallies. I mean, I don't know what they do. Oh. Yeah, I
2: was going to say, they throw rocks at ethnic minorities <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> one holds the cross, the other one lights it on fire.
2: Oh my god, yeah. All those, all those 1950s nostalgia yeah. stuff, it hits different when you realize there were two water fountains for a reason other than some people are short. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh,
2: anyway so so, uh, yeah, so the, uh, uh, the, that's my advice, is like, it's possible that you can commit in like in enough to just go get coffee together. Like, that's really low right. effort, you right. know. It's like you can it shows romantic dates. interest.
1: You can go yeah. on dates without be without dating. And if that is I too just, much I... for you, just keep hanging out in your friend group because anything more than that will either confuse her or be not what you want to happen. Like if I hung out with my married female neighbor and I was like, "Hey Ray, do you want to go get coffee together?" Like it wouldn't be that weird because we're friends. We've known each other for a long time. We knew each other before we were married. Like. It's not that weird, but it's also like, why do I want to spend why? time one on one with this woman? You know, like at a certain point when you're like an adult man, you can't just go and spend one on one time with other women just to grow in your friendship. It just has to happen in your group conversations, yeah. in your group yeah. hangouts. That's the only Or your dating or you're dating right that's it that's the only
2: going on dates i just i can't foresee a situation and perhaps this is just my blindsidedness Mm. but i can't foresee a situation where someone is in a mental space um, um a mental space that is so unhealthy that they can't handle getting coffee with a member of the opposite sex unless you're like like just so anxious and that might be it unless you're so anxious that like you you have such social anxiety yeah Ethan.
1: I couldn't do that because I would have coffee with a girl, and then I would imagine what our children would look like when I was like. Well, you're special.
2: You're a special kind of. You're a special kind of guy. Oh, thank you, dude. Early 2016, early 2017, Ethan was crazy. He was.
1: He was an animal. He was. One of my
2: most liked. One of my most liked tweets was giggling to myself that in one month Ethan Stevie has to go on a dating fast. And then I did a poll that says who can, who bets, who who thinks that Ethan is going to last the entire dating fast. Sixty-nine <laughs> percent said no. Really?
1: I'm sure it was higher remember. than that. It was probably like surely it was higher than 88%. that. Eighty percent.
2: And they were right. They were right. <laughs> I didn't make it in twice. But you, I dated, You made it
1: count though. I dated pretty much like two different women during my dating fast. <laughs> at Employed the same time, with many more. No, not at the same time.
2: That's good. I got yeah. to I got to use my favorite joke again today on the Catholic Match Instagram.
1: Oh, what did you say this time?
2: They said, "Should you date a single mother?" And I said, "You definitely shouldn't date multiple." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's my favorite joke. <laughs> oh, you're really having fun on the Instagram.
2: I love that joke. I've yeah. made it at, on the Catholic Match Instagram twice. One so of my they, favorite they definitely things know
1: is to log on to the Instagram and like get a notification yeah. about a comment that you made or get a response to a message that you made. And then I just have to like enter into your thought process and be like, what is he (laughs) thinking? Why did he say that? (laughs) And then I have to like continue to pretend to be you to keep the engagement. Yeah.
2: It's
1: fun. That's great.
2: That's great. Yeah. We like to have fun. Yeah. All right. Dude, I love this. I never open the dating corner so I can just, you know, scroll down. Oh, no. We're out. We're done. We ran out of questions. questions. We
1: don't have, you don't have any more in the DMs or anything?
2: No, let me, let me scroll up because I, I'm, I may have actually opened the, um. Not loading. Oh no! All right. Yeah, I have a Reddit question. Great. Uh, question from Reddit. No shirtless photos. Interesting. Not on my. Not on my Catholic Discord. Mm-mm. The feds are coming after you. The courtship network. Reject hookup culture. Get married. Oh my gosh! There's another one. What's happening? I'm trying to find questions, and I'm getting distracted by Discord. Okay, okay. let me Don't start off by distracted. clarifying. Okay. All right, this one comes from r slash Catholicism. Okay. Uh, crazy, crazy question. Marrying a Catholic woman, I am a pig. Okay. Great. Great. I love it. So this is a Can pagan I tell a story that's real writing quick? in. Yeah, go for Can it. Can I tell a story real quick? Sure. So I, Everyone in my time as youth minister. Everyone loves when the
1: stories when you're at the doctor's office.
2: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> It's like a hairdresser, except they're underpaid.
1: <laughs> Who are the nurses? Yeah. You think hairdressers are overpaid?
2: So, uh. Wow. <laughs> not, not people at the haircuttery. I'm saying, like, people that go to the salon and they, you mm-hmm. know, they charge 45 bucks to make the hair look exactly the same. Yes, they're overpaid. That's just saying so, Patrick hates women. Patrick hates. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. That was a joke. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, I I have I have thought about kicking people out of youth group twice in my entire life. Oh. Uh, once was when a girl was being incredibly toxic and mean to all the girls in the youth group, no. and she was just visiting. I thought about congr- second one. I I actually did tell him he couldn't come back, and here's why. So, he, it is. We'll call him Greg. So Greg came to youth group. And he was dating a girl in the youth group, and I was like, "All right, I gotta like ask this guy some questions because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I care about my kids." And I was like, "Sorry, are you like Christian?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Oh, are you Catholic?" you like, "Oh, you're not not Christian at all." And he's like, "Oh no," I asked if he was Catholic. And he said no. and Then I asked if he's Christian. He said no. Okay. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, how did Strong you mean? Start. So and so and yeah, I was like, "That's fine. It's fine if you're not Catholic or Christian. And you want to come to youth group?" And I was like, "So like, do you are you practicing any faith at all?" And he's like, oh, "I'm like a, I'm a pagan." And I was like, "Oh." okay I you're in you're in high school so I I assumed what I assumed was he was just being edgy yeah right. right and I was like okay like oh, what cool. do you mean by you that you go down
1: to the ziggurat you kill a squirrel and you think that makes you powerful okay yeah that's actually what he does
2: <laughs> so he told me that he like kills animals and collects their bones and makes altars and does things with them and I was like wow. I was like hey hey I was like I was like, "What happens?" And I was like, "Like, does anything happen?" And he was like, "Yes." And I said, "Ben, you should not." I just called him Ben. His name was Ben. Ben, you can't. Craig, you can't ben, come Craig. Back. You can't come back. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You just kicked like, him out for the, being a
1: pagan, but he needed youth group.
2: I was like, "I'm sorry." It was it was like the the the, the, the vibe that I got. I'd like he, he. I was like, "You probably you probably shouldn't come back." He kind of he couldn't go into the church, Ethan. He couldn't go in. He couldn't go in. Like he tried to and he couldn't? Wow. That's an alien I was like, you need to I was like you need to get that sorted out. It was crazy.
1: It but was how crazy. how is he gonna get it sorted out if he's not a youth group? You know? Where else is Youth he group's go? not
2: the place for that. Youth group is not the place for that. You need to talk to a priest. Okay. <laughs> all
1: right, kids, come on. We're all gonna pray over Ben. I
2: think. I think I had. I think I had Father. A- yeah. 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 We're gonna. We're gonna play messy games to get rid of Ben's demon <laughs> that is him possessed. You know. Oh,
1: uh, we're gonna it's play. Ridiculous. We're gonna play a game of telephone, and the phrase is.
2: <laughs> I think of, I, I think I had, had Father talk and to him. Hunters. I think I had I think I had father talk to him, but I don't That's remember. Good. Man, that was that was crazy. crazy. Anyway,
1: so he couldn't so he couldn't go in. He tried to go into the church and he just couldn't go in. Dude.
2: I think he was like trying to go in and he like kept getting headaches and leaving. He may have been he may have been pretending, but I was like, dude, if it's that bad, like you shouldn't be here because like you should just you need to like go talk to a priest. That's what I told him. I was like, this is not like this is not gonna help you. This is just gonna freak you out. Wow. So like you need to just go talk to a priest,
1: son. You sit him down. You flip the chair backwards. Let me tell you about the lakes of eternal fire, and <laughs> just give him.
2: He probably knows about
1: them. He probably knows about them. Probably him. thinks they're fine. That's probably where he yeah. likes to go with his animal friends. Yeah. He's that's the kind of guy that watches Snow White and like gets mad, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all, when I the when the I said uh... around. <laughs> I stopped asking questions after he told me that, again, he may have been, he may have been punking me, but I was like, if it's that bad, uh, what I told him was like, if it's this bad, you need to talk to a priest and youth group's probably not the thing for you. Love to have you, but Mm. you have an issue that I can't solve. He may have been punking me, but I just flat out, I like, I was like, cool, I'm going to, I'm just going to take you at face value because like. If you want to see what my reaction is to I kill animals and do rituals, that's my reaction. Is mean, you need to talk to a priest. Even, like get into
1: that when you're a teenager. Like thank God for Fortnite, you know, because it's just like <laughs> keep them busy. Don't let them get into the ritual
2: stuff. Cult. cult. I, I
1: actually think this is an angle that a lot of parents don't appreciate. It's like the more your kid plays video games, the less they're going to be out in the forest. You know, ch- <laughs> chanting Latin backwards over the corpse of a deer, like that's that's probably a good thing. I'd rather them be dropping into like Fiesta Farms or whatever, and uh...
2: <laughs> you know, what just I'm saying? wiped out Tomato Town. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So the only let's... Fortnite, the only Fortnite areas that I know are from that song. All right. So Tomato
1: Town. You know, you know about Tilted Towers?
2: No. Loot Lake. Are you familiar? Never Yeah, I know. Lute how about, Lake, how yeah. about the?
1: How about the the? Uh, um, so I only know those three also. So I'm. From Pleasant Park. Pleasant Park, I guess. Yeah, Pleasant Park from the original map because it just doesn't exist. Like you can't play the original Fortnite map anymore. So.
2: Oh really? Yeah, it's all
1: totally different now.
2: Oh, yeah. bummer. Yeah, I was watching. It's now like now it's. Now it's Red Bull Farms and nah, I was watching John's stream by... today
1: and I was commenting. And uh, he would he kept missing shots. He was blaming it on his controller and I just said, skill issue. And then he, he's like, shut up, Got crunch. mad. <laughs> he did get mad at me. <laughs> he, was, he was playing with his brother and his brother just berates him. And it's kind yeah, of Yeah, it's, really it's really funny. It's really funny. me and Patrick were just kind of talking. I forgot I was on the podcast. But um, our friend John Blevins, his brother is Ninja, the famous Fortnite streamer, and on Fridays they do Family Fortnite Fridays, and they play together. And I was kind of, I just tuned in just to watch for a second. And uh, John, not the best at the game. So John, if you're listening, no. I'm sorry, but you're not the best at Fortnite. And oftentimes he misses his shots, and his brother Ninja, who's one of the greatest Fortnite players on the planet, is uh, just just yells at him and just calls it's him so all mad. Of these it's names.
2: really, it's really funny. It's really funny, but John's it's really like, funny, yeah. It's a like I need better comms.
1: You know, you just gotta communicate. <laughs> it's really just deflects it. Really funny.
2: I like it's. It's really funny because that that's the thing. It's like I told Nick this. I was like, you could become the quarterback of the Florida Gators and get drafted to the Patriots, and I, and you will still flinch when I do this because I'm your big brother and that's mm-hmm. what matters. You know, mm-hmm. like you could be the best Fortnite player in the world. Yes. Still your big brother. You know, yeah. like that's just that that doesn't go away. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> all right read me the pagan question from reddit now now that we have got all this backstory now we talked about ninjas and pagans hey thank you for
1: listening to this episode of the crunch sorry to interrupt what i'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation but i wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors we will be back right after this
2: Let me start off by clarifying: I am a non-denominational monotheist, like Plato, for example. I'm not a pagan that prays to trees or practices ancestor worship, for example. Okay, so you're a good pagan, you're, one of the good you're kind. a virtuous pagan. Yeah, right. If such a thing is possible. I believe in one God whose character is too vast. So he's a theist. Fine. I also believe that all religions are metaphysically true. Well, one of them says that God became man, and the rest don't. So that can't be true. And grasp the same overarching nature of reality. I was baptized in the Catholic Church, received communion, so I'm technically Catholic on paper. Cool. Also in real life. I've been dating a woman. Yeah, also in real life. <laughs> I'm, a I'm a billionaire on paper. paper. Yeah. I
1: have an indelible mark on my
2: soul on paper. <laughs> on paper. It is also on paper. Yeah. I've been dating a woman for over a year now who is deeply religious and takes her faith seriously. She prays the rosary daily, goes to mass, and even wanted to be a nun when she was young. We're very compatible. I appreciate her devotion. She'd be amazing wife and mother. I truly love her. Despite having... There's that baptism working. hmm <laughs> You're able to have perfect charity. Yes. Despite having similar values and interests, I'm not sure I'm not where she's at on the religious question. I don't disagree with her faith, but I can't see myself getting on that path. I'm fine baptizing our kids for her and for the sake of our families, but I won't be receiving communion or going to church that often, probably. It puts us in an awkward situation. I've been thinking about proposing for a while now. She's all but told me she's waiting for it, despite the pretty big elephant in the room. Mm. I'm sure she thinks I will revert once we get married, she's joked about me becoming a saint before Allah Augustine. I'm looking for other perspectives here. Unfortunately, if she's Monica, you're not converting. <laughs> Her kid is. <laughs> yeah. So problem. The the dad the the pagan dad never converts. That's not yeah, necessarily so it's
1: true. This but... um, is tough. My brother in Plato. I think you are <laughs>
2: That was funny.
1: Thanks. I think you I like, like that. I think he's overthinking it a little bit. So obviously, really? the, obviously the ideal is husband and wife both practicing Catholics, agreeing to raise their kids Catholic. But this guy, he loves the wife, open to letting the kids get baptized, open to raising the kids, ba- ba- raising the kids Catholic. Um, it's not a great recipe, you know. It's like not. It's not the perfect chocolate cake, but it is like a store bought chocolate cake, you know? Like it's good Mm -hmm. for an office party type of thing. It still works at 3 p.m. on a Friday when you want to go home, (laughs) you know? So it's like. (laughs) Yeah. It's better than nothing, is what I'm trying to say. And so it's like. If
2: you love each other and you're willing to baptize your kids Catholic, and I will say. If you're willing to go to mass with her every week, right. that's that, something that would be the thing that, I would
1: include. Is like you got to go to church yeah.
2: with her. Yeah, because I understand that you're like I'm not. I don't see myself going to church often. You have to do this. You yeah. have to do this for mm-hmm. her. You do, and you cannot receive communion. And your kids can go. Why doesn't Dad receive communion? Well, it's because Dad doesn't like that. And you can explain it, you know, and mm-hmm. like, but it's like Dad still goes to church because he knows it's important to you, for you, and mm-hmm. for me. And so, like, my my father-in-law is not catholic he goes to mass every week with Mm -hmm. his family and it's huge and it's kept you know my it's kept my sisters-in-law catholic you know and so it's like that's a huge um that's really important i would say that you my pagan friend if you let her kids if you baptize your kids and you don't go to mass you might as well not be baptizing your kids yeah like it's almost it's almost like or sorry you might as well not even be raising them catholic because Mm -hmm. like they're gonna see you not go to mass and they're gonna be like why do i have to go to mass and dad doesn't and then they're never gonna want to go to mass
1: right i think it's um gotta go to mass it's good it's good that he's already baptized because he's actually not a pagan that's the thing so he thinks he's pagan but he's not which is cool for us because it's like we got him he just thinks that he's not christian but he is which is kind of cool that we can sneak in there but it's also like okay you've received one sacrament you can go and get this other sacrament of marriage, I'm pretty sure, without believing in it. Like you still get the grace if you if you have yes. the matter and the form, correct? So like you get married in the church, that's a whole other stack of grace that he doesn't know that he's going to get. So part of me is like, man, if I was in this situation, I'd be doing everything I can to tell this guy like, yeah, yeah, get married in the church. Keep loving your wife. Go to church with her. And yeah, he might never convert. But he'll be way better off doing that than not marrying her or not getting married in the church. So, I don't know. This, I feel there's a lot of situations that we read about on Reddit, especially, that I'm like, ah. But this one, I don't know, I feel kind of good about it. He seems like he loves yeah, I'm his, fine with it. his girlfriend. He should propose. Make it happen.
2: Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I do have another one. Oh, wonderful. Question not really for the pod, but for the Discord, so we're answering it anyway. I've been dating a guy for a few months. We go to college together. We've been long distance for a couple of weeks, and he just said on the phone he thinks we should talk less because we don't really have anything to talk about. I'm sad because we used to be able to talk for hours and hours. He said he still likes me. He still wants to date me, but am I right to be worried? Does this mean he's losing interest in me, or is this a normal relationship? Oh, you answered this question already.
1: I did, but I think it's okay to talk about it on the podcast. Um, Yeah, this is normal. This it's hard guys guys are different than girls one of the things about long distance is that it's really important to communicate frequently and one of the things that's really important for guys is that they don't always have things to say and so these two things butt up against each other if you're in a long distance relationship where the woman has no problem talking every day like none at all because she's always got something to share, always got something on her mind generally, there's obviously exceptions but The guy, I mean, he could have a full day of stuff and just have nothing to say about it. And that doesn't mean that he doesn't care about you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't like sharing with you. It doesn't mean that he's Mm -hmm. flirting with someone else. It doesn't mean he's sharing things with someone else. It just means that at a certain point, guys kind of reach their limit, you know, and that has nothing to do with you. I think it's this is good. even
2: true for me and I talk you a do? lot oh, you've
1: been talking I think it's good uh-huh. to communicate your your desires and just say hey it's really important to me that we talk frequently you know I really want to stay in communication with you once a day for an hour whatever um, what would your preference be and then like really hear the guy out because he probably doesn't want to not talk to you he's probably just like yeah I just don't want to sit on FaceTime and look at you and like be expected to come up with something to say so maybe you can propose something Mm -hmm. like hey what if uh, after we catch up on our days we like start a show at the same time and we watch it together on FaceTime you know me and Emma did that a lot when we were dating because then it's like you're together you're doing something together uh, you're doing something long distance but you don't have to be talking the whole time and if something comes up you can just say hey pause it real quick and you pause it and then you, like, say the thing, and then you go back to the show. So that's an idea, um, is, like, doing something together instead of just having the only activity be we talk, because that can be tough. This is good if you play video games. You and your best, your significant other play video games, this could be a fun thing to do. Other than that, you're kind of stuck. I mean, you could do, Build
2: like, a Minecraft house together. You could build a Minecraft house together.
1: You could do correspondence chess. Maybe. Um... But no, this is just how guys are. I is think. that where
2: you mail chess back and forth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like glue the pieces and then you mail it and they unglue the piece so they want to move?
1: No, I mean you could do it that way but there is like an official notation for chess. And so you yeah. just like, I mail you E4, you mail me E5, I mail you Knight F3, you mail me Knight C6. You know, it just kind of goes back and forth. Like That's that. funny. And then we That's both cool. have boards in our house and we like move the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. This is how Bobby Fischer played chess with... Igor, you know, back in the day In like the 70s
2: <laughs> Bobby and Igor, back yeah. in the day Yes, the two greats, it to legends uh, Um, okay So, I do have another question great. And this one might be our last one, because sure. it's extremely long
1: it, Okay, good
2: This is from the r slash catholic dating Okay And it's like Several paragraphs It has a lot of comments I Try to And six upvotes, so that means it's controversial Try
1: to not read it word for word and yeah. summarize for my sake and for the sake of the audience.
2: What do I even do? Question mark. Great. I'm confused and despondent, more so than ever. It's been a few months since my last post. We missed you, Anon. Uh twenty five mail. If you want to know more about me, feel free to look at the July twenty twenty three mail matchmaking thread not, if that works. I'm not uh, doing my homework yeah, for no, a Reddit post. No, no. No. I'm very confused about what God's doing in my life. Same. I haven't been on a date in almost three years. Okay. I've never even asked out anyone in person because of social anxiety, but now I feel even more hopeless asking out in person because I feel like I'll have the same failure rate, and even worse, like I did over texting on the phone. I get dating app matches who I talk to for a few weeks. They fizzle out. Then I've been wondering if my lack of success means I have a vocation to the priesthood. Wow. <laughs> Only because I haven't had a single relationship at age hmm. 25. I can't Literally make any nothing. money at
1: my job, so I probably should rob a bank.
2: I asked four priests about whether I should enter the priesthood. Three said no. (laughs) Dang. Failure rate (laughs) extends even to the priesthood.
1: This
2: poor guy. One said enter with caution. (laughs) And only enter if I do want it. They all said calling uh, to that means an attraction to that. And apparently what I desire is what God desires for me, too. I have no desire for the priesthood. So, yeah. So you're not called to the priesthood. Okay, we're halfway done. I've been good at summarizing. Yes, good job. Even still, after that, I feel uncertain Everyone else around me is confident. I can find someone. It's all in God's timing. They're more confident and certain than I am. Even my female friends, including one female friend who he has all these female friends.
1: <laughs> Why didn't we want to do
2: all these ghosts? All these ghosts, and I still can't get a boo. <laughs> that's my favorite line ever. What says, yeah. uh, whatever that, me- <laughs> whatever that means, I hear it all the time. I only believe it if I see it. I keep hearing surrender to God. I don't know what that means. My work in prayer seems pointless. I'm envisioning a lonely future. Catholic guys are crazy, man. I'm 25. It's over.
1: It's over. <laughs> what am I going to do?
2: <laughs> it could be in a sad side. I'm preparing myself. I'm preparing myself for the priesthood. I know I lack faith and trust. I'm fed up. I pray and I pray. However, it feels pointless. What do I do? I'm looking for more young adult groups. I appreciate everyone who takes their time to hear me out. Pray for me if you want. Sorry Anon. Uh,
1: oh, okay. So there's a few things. Number one, get... nobody wants to date someone who's sorry for themselves all the time. So you just, you're like kind of coming from a place of non-starter, where it's just like, yeah, oh, nobody wants to date me. And like, I guess I'll be a priest, but like, I don't really want to. And,
2: and you, like, he probably says that to people, like, right. like you want to date me? Like I know, like no one ever does, but like, do you want to date me? And it's like. You're not selling yourself, buddy. Right.
1: Hey, I know that like you probably don't want to go on a date with me, but like would you want to? Like you just guys like this just are setting themselves up for failure and then blame everybody else. He's not an incel. I'm not saying he's an incel, but he has incel-like no. characteristics. And that's yes. can be challenged to good. overcome. So the first yeah. thing that this guy can do is just maybe think about himself a little bit differently. You're not a failure. You're not yeah. a loser. You're not uh, you're not going to end up alone you're not, God is not punishing you. You, you are a great person. You're good. You have good things about you. You need to actually believe that. And if you don't, then like, like, if you don't believe that you have something to offer, then why are you trying to date someone? Cause then you're just really being selfish. Cause you're just saying like, Oh, I have, <laughs> I have yeah. nothing. Why doesn't anyone want to date me? It's like, you just answered the yeah. question. So and... like figure out the good things that you have about you. And then realize like those are things that you can give to another person. And all of a sudden it becomes about the other and it becomes way less about you and more about I'm going to find someone that I can give myself to instead of I'm going to find someone Mm -hmm. that makes me feel better about myself. And that's like, that's a, that's a key distinction that you have to make. Otherwise you're going to be miserable.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I would say the other thing about the constant prayer, I'm a big believer. And if you have a big thing in your life that you're trying to get resolved You should pray about it for five minutes at the beginning of your prayer time and entrust it to God and, you know, ask him what to do and ask him for guidance and ask him for answers. But then after that five minutes is over, you should stop praying about it and you should pray about the gospels and about the spiritual reading and about everything else. But if your only prayer time is just why no whammon, then then your prayer time is going to become miserable too, you know, because you're just like letting this thing seep through everything instead of it being the time where God gives you what he wants to give you. Because so you're just closing mm-hmm. them off and saying, no, I can't be happy until I have wham," And that's just not true.
2: I think he should pray a 54-day rosary novena. Really? I'm partially kidding. Okay. So I I love the 54-day rosary novena because it's like uh, it kind of lures you in with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. people always get what they want and then like in uh, every mystery there's, uh, well, okay. So in the, in the, in the joyful mysteries, it says, uh, after you pray the mystery on the nativity, it says, uh, I bind these snow white buds with a petition for the virtue of detachment from earthly goods. Mm -hmm. And you pray for, uh, You pray for uh, abandonment to God's will and for obedience to God's will and so and humility and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it's like everybody's praying this prayer is like praying for this earthly thing, mostly praying for earthly things, earthly things. And all the petitions are like, please give me hope. Please give me faith. Please give me abandonment and trust and all this stuff. And I think like it's 54 days because it wears you down and like, okay, I probably need to trust God. Yeah. So you could do one of two things. You can uh, pray for five minutes about it and move on, or you can frantically pray a 54-day Rosary Novena in one day.
1: That's also an option.
2: Uh, it takes about 20 minutes. You could do 54 in a day. A
1: day, right, if you had nothing else going on. You'd have to stop feeling sad for yourself in order to complete that because that takes up God knows how much time. Uh, yeah, I think um, I don't have much more to say about this. I think it's it's really like a... Uh, you need a total mindset shift and yep. you need to change the way that you're praying and change the way that you're thinking about this. Cause it's God, this is crazy. God might want you to not be happy for a while. He might want you to be alone for a while. He might not want you to be married or a priest, you know, like you might end up being single. I don't think that that's what he wants. Cause that's very, very, very rare, but it could be. And so it's like, okay, okay, can you still be faithful If that is true Like are you able to Acknowledge like that God's plan Is greater than yours so It reads to me that he's just like well, Why isn't God doing what I want him to do
2: like, mm. well,
1: that's, that's Again another self evident question
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Your and will it's like, is not God's it, will yeah. It's important to remember that No one is owed a relationship
1: Yes Just because you are single and you are Catholic does not mean that you have a right to a hot, sexy person of the opposite gender that is perfect for you. You might have to learn to love someone that's not immediately attractive to you. You know, you might have to move, you might have to go do things you don't want to do, you might have to open your horizons in a lot of different ways. Um, because again it's not about you it's not about finding someone that makes you feel good about yourself it's about giving yourself to another person that god gives to you and so it's like that's it's very frustrating when people think that it's just like why doesn't god give me a woman well no why you should be asking the question when when is god going to present someone to me that i can give myself to oh not today i guess i will keep waiting you know
2: yep Just gotta chill just gotta wait Sorry, man. I know it sucks, it but sucks. Uh, twenty-five is not too late. <laughs> it's, you're
1: twenty-five. You're gonna be fine. Um, People
2: get married at thirty and have perfectly happy lives. 35, 40, 40, it's totally even. fine. Yeah, I know someone who's getting remarried at sixty. So you're good. Goodness, good on them.
1: All right, my son is screaming, so we gotta we gotta wrap this up.
2: Thank you, guys. Uh, for listening to the podcast. Again, if you like this episode, we have another episode coming on Friday that's just for our $10 a month patrons, so please sign up at patreon.com slash thecrunch if you want access to that, and over 40 other bonus episodes we've done, including two bonus audio commentaries that were very fun to record. Um, thank you so much to all of our patrons. You guys are why we do what we do. If you want to join on Patreon, you get access to a special Patreon Discord chat where we are more active in because we... Uh, Know those guys more because yes. there's fewer of them than everyone who listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm trying to kill a mosquito in here. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the CrunchCast, Ethan. Do you have anything else for the people?
1: Make sure that when you date a pagan, that they're the good kind. And not the bad kind.
2: Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we will see you all next time.